0: Welcome to the Subject to Change podcast. I am Sarah Roorman, social worker, trauma survivor advocate, and spiritual life coach. My life's mission is to teach others how to dig deep within themselves to unapologetically create their own path towards healing. I believe with my whole heart, healing from our trauma and having a relationship with our higher power will allow us to live a life of endless possibilities. Hi everybody and welcome or welcome back to the subject to change podcast. Thank you so much for wanting to spend some of your precious time with me today. As always, I truly appreciate it. The topic of today's episode is synchronicity, a subject I absolutely love because to me, synchronicities is one of those things, whether it happens to me or I'm studying about it or I hear a loved one tell me a story about some serendipitous moment in their life. I just can't help but feel (laughs) surprised and delighted and happy all at once. It's just one of those things that make my heart expand in such a sweet way. And in today's episode, we will be talking about the meaning of synchronicity. We will go over some examples of synchronicities And then I will be sharing a personal story of a wild, (laughs) wild ride I went on because of a string of synchronicities that occurred to me in my life in what felt like a really enchanted way. Okay, so let's start off with some basic understanding of the word. The first record of the term synchronos comes from around the 1600s. So, breaking down the word sync meaning together and chronos meaning in time. So, together in time means synchronize or synchronicity. I went on Google and browsed some different definitions of synchronicities that I could share with y'all. And I found this one that I really loved. And it says, The law of synchronicity operates from the belief that our soul attracts people, places, and events into our lives that help us grow, develop, make meaning, and evolve in consciousness. Spiritual synchronicities are strategically orchestrated and perfectly aligned to deliver a message, provide guidance, or provide reassurance that we're on the right path. Oh, I just love that. I loved that definition. I will also be sure to add this definition in the description part of the podcast so y'all can go back and check it out if you want to. As I was doing additional research for the episode, I found a video of Deepak Chopra explaining in his words, synchronicities. So he explains synchronicities like this, and I'm paraphrasing here, so (laughs) just bear with me. He states, when synchronicity happens, it breaks down what is called statistical probability, which then becomes improbabilities, where all different improbable events come together specifically for you. These events are synchronized in time to be meaningful for you and to help move you into a more expanded state of awareness. It also enhances your intuitive abilities and shows the connection that you have with your own soul. Cool. I just really loved how he explained that. I really like how he expanded on it into a state of expanded consciousness. So I just wanted to share that with y'all too. So let's just quickly run through some pretty common examples of synchronicities. So synchronicities are those moments where you just happen to be in the right place at the right time and something wonderful happens to you or you make a really wonderful connection. Another example of a synchronicity is maybe you were thinking of an old friend or maybe someone you haven't talked to in a really long time and then they just text you out of the blue or call you and they're like, hey, I was just thinking of you, wanted to reach out, see how you were doing. Or maybe you keep hearing the same phrase or repeated words pop up in your world over and over. That's, that probably means that this is something that you should be paying attention to the meaning of it. Or another example is maybe you meet someone And after getting to know them a little bit, you realize you have all of these different connections, right? So like you both know the same people. Maybe you both happened to be at a party years ago at the same time, but you missed one another. Or you find out that maybe you both have family in the same town two states over, but you never crossed paths until now. Or maybe all day you keep thinking about how much you want pizza and chocolate ice cream for dinner. And then after work, a friend texts you and they say, hey, I'm really craving pizza and ice cream tonight for dinner. Do you want to come out and grab pizza and ice cream with me? So those are just some common examples of synchronicities, I think. That kind of just happens to everyone, right? Now, I have always been a believer in synchronicities. My mother was a very strong woman of faith. And I remember growing up, she teaching myself and my brothers about synchronicities and what it meant to receive different messages from God, where and how to look for messages from our guardian angels and our angel guides. So I grew up with the idea of synchronicities as part of my belief system. So to me, this just always felt like a pretty normal way to look at the world. But I will never forget a time in my life when a string of synchronicities happened one after the other. And I literally wrote a timeline in my journal of when everything was happening because I didn't want to forget in the order that it happened and because it just happened so quickly. So if you hear pages (laughs) being flipped in the back of this episode Um, It's me going through my old journal because I'm going to be reading from it as I'm telling you the story. During the end of January, the beginning of February 2019, I started to play around with the idea of moving out of Wilmington, North Carolina. I had lived in Wilmington for about seven years, and I honestly really, really loved my life there. I had built a really strong community of friends. My immediate family only lived about two and a half hours north. I had completed my undergrad uh, program and I was about to complete my graduate program in Wilmington. And I just really loved that little city and the life that I had built there for myself. But I started to get the itch for something different. I was finishing up my graduate program in the spring. I had been with Dr. Tara in my trauma therapy for about four and a half years, and I knew that her and I were going to be coming to a close with therapy pretty soon. I was also single, It was coming up on the second anniversary of my mom's passing, so I just think I really wanted something new, and I felt like all of these little chapters in my life were kind of closing to where I was being set up to be at a crossroads in my life, and I started thinking about moving, and it wasn't anything I was seriously considering at the time, Um, But I just kind of started playing around with the idea of like, oh, what would be a cool city to move to once I'm finished my graduate program? I was considering moving to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I was considering moving to Nashville. And I was also maybe even thinking about the Pacific Northwest. And so I just kind of started thinking about these different places. And I just kind of had fun with playing around of the idea of what it would be like to move to a brand new city. And this was something that I wasn't being very open about. It was something that I kind of wanted to think about on my own and process on my own and really begin to understand my own feelings about the possibility of moving before I started talking to other people about it. So a few weeks later, a girlfriend of mine asks me to dinner And I say, yes. So I meet her downtown for sushi and we're chatting and we're catching up. And she says, oh, I'm planning on going out to Los Angeles in April for about a month for work. You should fly out one weekend. We can have fun. You know, we can bop around the city. And I was like, okay, yeah, that actually sounds like a lot of fun. So the next day, I found a weekend that worked for the both of us. And it was after I was done my graduate finals. It was also the anniversary of my mom's passing. And for her anniversary, I always like to do something fun or get out of town to really honor her memory. So I was like, yeah, this sounds great. I bought my ticket. And I also started thinking about, okay, well, maybe I don't Maybe I don't know if I really want to move. Maybe I just need a vacation, (laughs) right? So I was hoping that this trip to Los Angeles was going to give me more clarity about if I wanted to move out of Wilmington or not. So during the month of February, I'm still thinking about moving, but again, I'm really not putting any effort into looking or making a plan. And then March rolls around and I really intuitively start feeling more strongly about moving out of Wilmington. And at this point, this was something that I brought up to Dr. Tara uh, and just kind of wanted to process this with her. So then on March 24th, around 9am. I'm doing my little morning routine. I'm doing my journaling. I'm praying. I roll out my yoga mat. I'm doing some stretches and some poses and some breathing. And I just begin talking to God out loud. And I say, God... I am not quite sure about what is stirring up in my heart right now, but I have been feeling pretty unsettled here in Wilmington the last few months. But what I do know is that I want to be pushed out of my comfort zone for my personal and my spiritual development. If I am supposed to stay in Wilmington, please just let me see this town with new eyes. If you want me somewhere new, Then you lead the way and allow the doors to open to where I need to go. I trust you. So, you know, just talking to God out loud and that conversation. And then 2.20 p.m. that same afternoon, that same day, I received a voicemail from my landlord and she said, and I quote, Hi, Sarah. I wanted to let you know that I am going to be selling the condo. I'm talking to an investor this week, but I wanted to let you know that I will not be renewing your lease in June. Please give me a call back so we can talk about this. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> I was seriously like, there is no freaking way that this is a coincidence. There's just no way. And I I internally started freaking out. And so after I listened to that voicemail, which by the way, I still have saved on my phone, I just sat there for a minute, like not believing what just happened. (laughs) What just happened. And I remember saying out loud to God after I had this, you know, moment of internally freaking out. I said, all right. Where do you want me? <laughs> like, make this easy for me. Make it easy for me. Like, I trust you. Just let this be easy. So, at this point, I just am sitting on this information without telling anyone other than Dr. Tara. Because the following week or so, I'm flying out to Los Angeles. I also, you know, had to focus on my finals for school. So, the next week, I fly out to LA, I have a great weekend, and I start thinking, hmm, maybe I can move to Los Angeles or maybe I can move out west to somewhere like Arizona or New Mexico. Like Those were two places I always also really loved. So after my weekend getaway in LA, I get back to Wilmington on April 10th. So I'm going about my life and then On April 21st, I get a phone call from a girlfriend of mine whose name is Holly. And at that point, Holly and I had not caught up in seriously almost two years. But we had that type of friendship where we could go 10 years without talking and pick up right where we left off. So Holly's calling me. I pick up the phone and she says, Hey, I'm in from out of town and I'm getting some of the yoga girls together to meet downtown at Mana for dinner. Do you want to meet us there? Um, come around, you know, eight o'clock. And I was like, oh my gosh, of course, I would love to see you. So I go downtown, I meet up with Holly and some of the other girls from the yoga studio. And Holly and I are catching up and she's telling me that she is back in Wilmington for vacation. And Holly lives in Sedona, Arizona. But her and I know one another because she used to own a local yoga studio in Wilmington that I used to teach at. So anyway, so we're catching up and I'm, you know telling her about the possibility of moving, but I wasn't sure. I was thinking about moving west. I didn't really have a plan. And she's like, oh my gosh. I rent out my back house as an Airbnb in Sedona, Arizona, and the desert is so slow in the summer. You know, we really don't have anyone back there renting it during this time of year. If you're thinking about moving out west, just know that you can always stay in my back house for as long as you need. (laughs) And internally, I was like, what? Like, there's no way, right? But in the moment, I'm like playing it cool, kind of. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would be perfect. Thank you so much. I'll really consider that and I'll let you know. You know, we'll talk more about it. So after dinner ends, I walk out of the restaurant and I'm walking back to the parking deck where my car is parked. And I am (laughs) really internally kind of freaking out. And I'm like, holy shit, like holy shit, is this really happening? Am I really about to move across the country? And then I start bargaining with myself a little bit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe I'll just go for the summer to Sedona and come back to Wilmington. Like At this point, I'm, I'm backtracking <laughs> what it is that God wants me to do because I do not feel ready. So fast forward a few days later to May 3rd. And I start telling some of my inner circle that I'm moving, and I have plans to go on this really big road trip, and I'm going to stay in Sedona for a while, but I'm not really sure what I'm going to do after that, and I'm not really sure where I want to go after that. And wouldn't you know, <laughs> a friend of a friend whom I've never met before, the, the friend of the friend, but this person had a room that she was renting out in LA for the summer because this girl was going to be in New York City. So the mutual friend connected us and I spoke to the other girl on the phone and we had exchanged information. And after chatting with her over a couple days, I was like, yeah, I'll come and live in LA for the summer. Like, why not? So at this point, (laughs) I was down to needing to move across the country and in less than three weeks because I had to be out of my apartment by May 22nd. So my landlord could get it cleaned, you know, painted, do everything that they needed to do by June 1st. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I have three weeks to do this. So I end up selling everything I own (laughs) in my apartment in three weeks. I mean everything. Clothes, Furniture, my TV, rugs. I start saying goodbye to my friends. My dad and my brother come down to help me put things into storage for me. I mean, things are happening and they are happening quick. And then on May 21st, I started my solo drive cross country and I had planned on crashing on friends' couches and staying at hotels and in Airbnbs along the way until I made it to Sedona to stay at Holly's for a few days. And then my sublease started in Los Angeles on June 1st. Now, when I agreed to sublease this room in LA, I knew that I was going to have a roommate, but I didn't know the roommate <laughs> and I had never connected with them on social media prior to moving in. So I was a little nervous to meet them, but it turned out that they were originally from Philadelphia. And I am actually originally from New Jersey, and all of my extended family lives in the Philadelphia area. So we ended up We ended up talking about Philadelphia, and I told him how I grew up in southern New Jersey. And we ended up getting along so well. And that roommate actually ended up being the first friend I ever made in Los Angeles. So from March 24th (laughs) to June 1st, in about 10 weeks, all of those synchronicities lined up perfectly for one another. For me, I mean, it was wild, like, and experiencing it, and I think hearing it is a little bit different. But I swear, every time something new popped up, I truly could not believe it. But I was also excited, and I was also scared to death that this was happening. And it really is just one of my all time favorite stories to tell because it's so. Fun. And it's so fun to look back and think, you know, oh my gosh, this really lined up so perfectly for me to where I could make this happen. And, you know, just like Deepak Chopra said, these synchronized events happen specifically for you. These events are perfectly orchestrated for you. And I just think that that's something. That's really special in terms of synchronicities and, you know, trusting in a higher power that this was perfectly aligned for me. And I think that that's just a really sweet way to think about synchronicities. And I think sometimes we hear stories like this or things like this happen to us, and right away, Our doubt or other people's doubt and fear want to discredit these events, right? Like our doubt wants to say, oh, well, of course, there was a connection of a friend of a friend. Like it's really not that hard to get a sublease. Or I even had someone say to me, well, you would have had to move anyway because your landlord was selling the condo. So that wasn't really God answering your prayer. And sure, I can see their point of view. And sure, that person is right. I would have had to move anyway, right? But I honestly usually just let comments like that roll off my back and pay no mind to it. Because who is someone to tell me or who is someone to tell you what we know deep down is a sign or what we know is an answer to our prayer or a symbol that resonates deeply with us? or how our path is supposed to unfold, right? Like those are only things that we truly know deep down. So I share this story as an example for you to continue to trust yourself and trust your intuition in these moments of synchronicities because only you truly know what they mean for you, I want to leave you with a mantra for you to reflect on to close out for today's episode. And I'll be sure to leave it in the description of the podcast as well so you can refer back to it easier. But this is the mantra. I am open to receiving a message that is perfectly aligned to what I am needing right now. I'm going to say that one more time. I am open to receiving a message that is perfectly aligned to what I am needing right now. So what comes up for you when I say this? What is an area of your life you are wanting to receive guidance or a message about? Or what is an area of your life you just want to add some fun to? Where do you want to have some fun So I leave you with that mantra today. Thank you so much for being here with me today. This was such a fun episode for me. I would love, love, love to hear any of your stories about wild synchronicities like this. So please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I will probably be using your story in a later episode, but I would also just really love to know about some of these wild stories that happened to y'all. So please connect with me through my email or my Instagram. I cannot wait to continue this conversation with you. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Subject to Change podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I'd love to hear about it. Leave a review, share it on your socials, or send this episode to a friend. Be sure to check out my services at sarahrorman.com where I offer coaching sessions, mentorship programs, workshops, and more. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Sarah Rorman.